The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday, the 24th of October. In your squiz today, the National Farmers Federation outlines its drought funding request. 39 people found dead in a truck container in the UK. A world news wrap, including Brexit, Northern Syria and impeachment. And who you're going to call. This is your squiz today. Starting today on the drought with the National Farmers Federation saying that they've written to the Prime Minister and asked him to consider funding packages for drought-stricken farmers to leave their farms. Speaking on the matter yesterday, NFF President Fiona Simpson said that we're in uncharted waters. She says that there's a whole bunch of people that they believe will look at that if it was on offer. Uh, She's also written and asked for a whole bunch of other things and uh, that includes more financial assistance better access to income support, things like two-year interest-free periods on government loans to try and help those who are really battling through the drought. How has the government responded to the request? So there's been a lot about this in the last couple of weeks and uh, what the National Farmers Federation has been critical of of the government is that they say that it doesn't have a plan and that its response has been a bit too ad hoc. They also say that the government's taking it seriously and that PM Scott Morrison uh, has made it a priority, but what they want is a more planned approach to all of this. Uh, Morrison is understood to be taking a package of more funds through his cabinet and it's expected that there could be an announcement next week. We're working on a squeeze shortcuts on the drought at the moment or going to plan that'll be out next week. In the UK, 39 people have been found dead inside a truck container that in Essex. Investigations have commenced there. It's believed that that container has come from Bulgaria and that the truck has come from Northern Ireland to pick it up. Uh, The gruesome discovery was made an hour later after it was picked up and the driver, a Northern Ireland man, was arrested on suspicion of murder. Uh, There's a lot more to go on this, Mm. but it seems that it could be part of a people smuggling operation and experts have described the conditions in that container as absolutely horrendous. There's some big world news around at the moment. Let's quickly whip through an update on some of the the major, major stories. Firstly, where is Brexit at? Where it's at is that the bill going through that parliament has been suspended. Uh, That's because the timetable has been knocked back. We're still waiting to hear on whether the European Union is going to grant a three-month delay. And what Boris Johnson and his government is saying is that if that is granted, they really want to go to an election as a means to solve things. He does not want that three-month delay. That was the letter he didn't sign to the EU. That's, yeah, wouldn't put his signature on that one. But he was forced to send that letter due to the legislation that had passed in the parliament. And on Syria, the US has told Turkey that the withdrawal of Kurdish fighters from that safe zone along that Syrian border is complete. So Turkey says there's now no need to relaunch its military offensive. Is this good news? Well, it sort of remains to be seen. Also um, underlying that is a deal that has been done with those presidents, Erdogan from Turkey and Putin from Russia, 
uh, on Tuesday. Syrian and Russian forces will now patrol that safe zone. What that ultimately means for the Kurds' welfare isn't yet known. What experts are saying is that this really does total to quite a big strategic loss for the US. Also, remember what Turkey plans to do with that area is to send 2 million Syrian refugees back over the border who have fled the Syrian government and that civil war. And to round this out, something that's been overshadowed a little here, but his big news in the US is Donald Trump's impeachment investigation. It's trundling along with senior diplomats giving evidence at closed door hearings, especially around whether Donald Trump withheld military aid from the Ukraine until they agreed to his politically motivated requests. Reports suggest evidence given yesterday by the US ambassador to the Ukraine is another pointer in that direction. We have a squeeze shortcut out on all these topics, impeachment, Northern Syria, Brexit. You just need to search for shortcuts in your podcast app. To local news, and union boss John Setka has resigned from the Labor Party, a decision very welcome by Labor leader Anthony Albanese. Remind us why he was under pressure to go, Claire. He was under pressure from really uh, June when it came to light that he made comments that were quite derogatory towards Rosie Batty, who's the family violence prevention campaigner. Uh, there's also been a lot of other things come to light, but it was really that thing that Albanese took issue with and then started to move to try and force Setka from the party. Uh, this whole thing has been subject to legal action and actually there was an appeal still to be heard from John Setka about his removal from the party. So his uh, putting his own hand up yesterday to say that he was out was something that was welcomed by senior figures of Labor. He's still very involved in the unions. He's the Victorian Secretary of the CFWMEU. Now, I haven't watched the TV show House Rules, but I understand that in 2017, from what I've read, contestant Nicole Prince was the designated villain of the series. There's one, of course, in every reality TV show. But she's taken Seven to court claiming she was unfairly portrayed and she's won. Her account of her time on the show uh, is something that's really drawn quite a bit of industry interest. Uh, That's because she outlines some of the steps that producers took to set up that conflict. She also says that she was bullied and harassed and assaulted while on the show. What this legal action was about was was uh, really her role with um, that show and what sort of protection she should have been afforded. And yesterday, mm. the Workers' Compensation Commission found that she was actually an employee of the production company, which meant that she should have had all sorts of uh, workplace protections. So uh, for those TV producers who are setting up these sorts of scenes for what they think might be good TV, it could mean a whole, whole heap of things. Yeah, the implications are interesting and the amount of compensation to be paid is yet to be determined in that case. The Prime Minister's Literary Awards have been announced. The winner, author Gail Jones. Her book, The Death of Noah Glass, has had quite a bit of critical acclaim this year. It was uh, long-listed for the Stella Prize and shortlisted for the Miles Franklin Prize. Uh, Jones takes home $80,000 in prize money. Uh, That PM's award is actually quite a prestigious award 
award because it is quite rich when you think, you know, the Booker uh, Award is about 100 grand. So $80,000 in prize money makes it um, quite a popular thing. Yeah, for sure. The full list of winners is in uh, the Squiz Today email. Have you read any of them, Claire? I haven't read any of them. I've been really slack this no, year. Isn't I it know, terrible? me too. I uh, like the Man Booker Prize. I'm ashamed to say I haven't read any of those. Add them to the Christmas reading list. <laughs> And finally, Halloween is coming up. And disclaimer, we know we don't really do that in Australia. (laughs) Some people do, but not all of us. It doesn't mean we can't sit back and admire the effort people and companies particularly go to. It really is a big commercial opportunity for a lot of those big chains. And we're pointing at Burger King. We've got a ghost whopper, which uh, points to them. They took a really humorous approach in the marketing of it, saying that they undertook a spirit taste test. So they communicated with ghosts to work out what kind of flavour they were looking for with that. False advertising. I call false advertising. (laughs) (laughs) You kill joy. Yeah, I know. The email subject line, what have we got? Well, going to our Halloween theme, um, I've gone for the classic, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters, of course. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's all from us today. Uh, Don't forget, you can follow The Squiz on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Enjoy your Thursday and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy to understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.